Hi everyone, Matthew back again on Medics Money Triage, where we take the concepts from the main podcast and condense them down into bite-sized nuggets. This is a slightly shorter episode since it's been a really busy week post-Easter aboard the good ship Medics Money, but we're hoping that all our listeners were able to enjoy the bank holiday weekend to some extent, especially for those of you who I know will have been working. This week's triage is all about housing and the difference between good and bad debt. The first clip is taken from episode 84 of the podcast entitled Pay Off Debt or Invest. Uh, There's actually a tagline of 30% real-term pay cuts for doctors, for those purists out there. But it originally aired on March the 1st, 2022. The second clip is all about Tommy's own financial mistake, taken from an on-call episode, which we haven't forgotten about, by the way. They're just difficult to film, with Tommy and Ed being so busy. But watch this space by subscribing to the Medics Money podcast on your podcast player of choice. But the second clip is taken from episode 125 of the podcast, entitled Tommy's Huge Financial Mistake. Right, so in this first clip, Tommy's being interviewed by Dr. Abena Bubbers jones from Medic Footprints. If you want to hear more specifically about how Tommy and Ed came to found Medic's money, be sure to check out the full episode. They also go into how Tommy's own financial circumstances earlier in life helped to shape what Medic's money would become later on. It's actually one of those rare times when Tommy's not the host of the podcast. So in this first clip, we're going to hear all about mortgages. And are they good debt? Are they bad debts? And what's Tommy's take on this? Let's jump straight in. My question is, so when we look at investments, is is having a mortgage an investment? Is paying off your mortgage an investment? Or is that like another long kind of discussion in itself? It's big, yeah. So, I mean, like, if you think about what mortgage is, it's a debt, okay? And I talked about bad debt already. So I think we should talk about good debt versus bad debt. So bad debt is high interest rate debt, like a credit card that is historically used to purchase things which depreciate in value. Like for me, it would be surfboards and bikes. I don't know about what it would be for you. I've got, I, I use 0% credit cards just to oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. so like, I don't, pay it off yeah, yeah. by the end of the term. Exactly. So I don't have a credit card, but well, I just pay off every month. So you to buy like uh, house furniture. Basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so, so that is bad debt. Okay, high interest rate, and you've got to get rid of that. Okay, and then at the other end of the scale is what you'd call good debt. So that is low interest rate debt that is used to purchase an asset which has historically appreciated in value. So. If you're basically asking me, should I invest or should I pay down the mortgage? Now, that is probably one of the most complicated questions in personal finance. But the way that I try to frame it is, is it good debt or is it bad debt? And if, you, if you're thinking, right, I've got a £1,000 debt on my credit card and I'm going to invest. No, you really should pay down that bad debt. And, and think about it in terms of this, right? No, there's no such thing as a guaranteed return of investment about 18 to 19% that your credit card is, except paying down a debt with an interest rate of 18 or 19%. So if you pay down a credit card with an interest rate of 18 or 19%, you are guaranteeing that return, you know? So yeah, I think I would always pay down bad debt as a like an urgent thing. And good debt is complicated. And somewhere in the middle ground, uh, there's a sweet spot. But yeah, if you've got high interest rate credit card, just just try and focus on how getting about, that paid how off. About mortgage? That's actually one of the questions I'm asking myself. Do I focus on investment or being mortgage free? Yeah, so I think what you've got to think about is, you know, if you get a sensible, well-balanced, diversified investment portfolio, historically, historically, you're going to get returns of 6 to 8% range, okay? And nothing's guaranteed, but historically, that is a very reasonable return. And then if your mortgage is like 1.5%, you know, 
seems kind of kind of obvious what to do. And and that was a kind of dilemma that I faced in 2009 to 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 pay off all of my debts or or not. And so what I did is I paid off. Actually, the first debt I paid off uh, was the debt to my mum, right? Because the interest rate was zero percent, but it was it was a terrible debt because it was such a lot of money to her, right? Then mm-hmm. I paid down my credit card, right? Once that's done, I looked at my student loan interest rate, which at the time, because I was on a Plan One student loan, interest rate was amazing. So it was amazing debt. So I was like, actually, I'm not gonna. I didn't pay my student loan down uh, early at all. I paid it off as slow as possible because it was good debt. So once I paid off credit card and paid off my mum, started investing. Boom. So like we mentioned in the clip, we could describe good debt as debt that actually kind of leaves you better off over longer periods. And a mortgage is definitely an example of that. Kind of compare this to credit card debt, which is often high interest and doesn't really improve things in the short or long term. Given that monthly mortgage repayments can be less expensive than rent, and that house prices over the last 10 years have risen by roughly 72%, according to the House Price Index, HPI, you can kind of begin to see why it's good debt. Because you have not only this kind of vehicle for paying less monthly payments, but the value of that investment can also increase over time. Now, just a little bit of economics trivia. It's very minor. I'm not trying to dethrone Ed as the king of trivia. But the HPI, the House Price Index, collects data on residential properties, and it's done so for England and Wales since 1995. Scotland joined the roster in 2004, and then Northern Ireland finally in 2005. And it became an official national statistic, according to the ONS, in 2018. Broadly, what that means is it's subject to a much higher standard of review, collection and publication that the ONS provides. So with all this talk about mortgages and housing, it kind of reminds me of Tommy's biggest financial mistake that actually arguably isn't really that much of a mistake. This episode is Vintage Medic's Money. It's got economics, it's got cats, and of course it's got a bit about finances. So let's hear the clip and see what happened with Tommy's huge mistake. So today I want to talk about why I'm doing a house renovation, okay? And if you're watching on YouTube, you'll notice that uh, Ed's cat is very interested in house renovations. His ears have just pricked up. He is indeed. And hence, the house renovation is the reason why we're actually doing this at, at my house. So it's probably Toby Cobby, his house has been demolished. Uh, and my, yeah, my cat is very keen to hear all about it. Let's just say that house renovation costs 10,000 pounds. Should I loan that money, okay, from a bank? Or should I use cash savings to fund the work instead? So let's look at the numbers, okay? Because not all financial decisions are about numbers, but it's a good place to start. So let's just say I took option one, which is to borrow the money, okay? So I need to borrow £10,000. Now, this renovation has been planned for about two years, but for various reasons, including a pandemic, it's been delayed. So back when I started, I could have borrowed £10,000 for 10 years at an interest rate of 2.5%. I mean, seems like crazy now, doesn't it? Those are the days, yeah. Right, that's just like one part of the mistake, okay? We'll get to that. So borrow £10,000 over 10 years would have cost me £1,297, okay? With monthly repayments of approximately £94, okay? So that's one option. The other option is to use cash, okay? So fortunately, and I, of course, realize how fortunate this is. uh, Let's just imagine I had £10,000 in the bank, okay? To do that, money would actually cost me nothing to borrow, okay? Or would it? Because I want to talk about, I think it's an economics concept, mate, which is called opportunity cost, which I'm going to butcher this and you can correct me, but basically opportunity cost means what could you have gained if you hadn't done the thing that you were going to do? So in this example, let's just say 
I, instead of having that 10,000 pounds cash, okay, and spending it on a house renovation, let's say I invested it for 10 years, okay, the same term as I was going to borrow. And let's assume a 6% return, okay? And <laughs> back when I wrote our ebook and forever, I've been saying, you know, average returns from investments can be expected to be in the 6 to 8% range. And about a year ago, Bitcoin fanatics were emailing me saying, my returns are 2,000%. People who are just buying the S&P uh, American stock market were emailing me saying, you know, my returns are 30%. I haven't got one of those emails for a while. Not, none from the Bitcoin crew and, and no one's claiming 30% as a yeah. mysteriously silence. Yeah. So I think I stand by what I said that returns in the range of 6 to 8% from stock markets, a broadly globally diversified index is reasonable. And uh, maybe people are coming around to that idea now. So let's just say I put that 10 grand in a 6% return a year. That would get me £18,193 at the end of 10 years, which is actually quite a lot. Good gains. Okay. So it seems pretty simple, doesn't it? If I loan the money, okay, at 2.5% to loan 10 grand over 10 years, and then instead of taking that cash that is in my bank and putting it in a stocks and shares uh, investment, uh, that would get me. £18,193. So if I loaned the money, I would end up being £6,896 better off by loaning the money from the bank and using that money to invest instead. Guess what I did? Tell me. With all the suspense. <laughs> I did not loan the money and instead I used cash to pay. Okay. And so that is just a ridiculous decision. The numbers have just borne that out, would you not say? So whether you interpret this as a mistake or not kind of really will depend on your attitudes towards debt and personal preferences. Myself and Tommy actually prefer not to take on debt where possible. And uh, as you'll hear further in the episode, and it goes to show that sometimes the most rational and economically sensible option is not always best. You really have to consider your own preferences and attitudes in making any of these decisions. Thanks as always for tuning into Triage. It's a real pleasure to take a bit of time out and go over some of the more important themes in a hopefully more chilled out way. But wishing you all a lovely week, and I'll see you next week. Cheers.